0: You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny, and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram, or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope you are drinking some fizzy Housewives-inspired rosé for yourself, packing a punch at 14% alcohol by volume but less than a gram of sugar. It's my Housewives Watching Wine. I designed it perfectly with my pals at Elix, and it's available right now at nofilterwine.com. So if you want some Housewives-inspired rosé while you're watching the Housewives or maybe you're watching the Vanderpump Rules finale this week, I don't know what you're watching, but whatever it is, it's perfect for your binge thons or just for like a, night, a cute little night in. Or if you have like a date this weekend or if you want to sneak it into your Uber for a pregame before you go to the club, get it, nofilterwine.com. All right, I'm really excited. We have so much to break down today. Um, There are some new salary reports that some of the housewives are making, and I got into a bit of some Twittered beef over it, but we'll break it down because I'm still a little skeptical about these numbers. There's um, Real Housewives of Orange County is obviously airing right now. You guys have a lot of feelings about it. Heather and Noella have decided to drag their beef out on Instagram almost as if heather is noella's ex noella just loves to beef with people on 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 the instagram and then we have a couple of teasers from the salt lake city reunion that will break down as well but here to help me out you may remember this hunk from a few weeks ago he was on hbo max's 12 dates of christmas calling in from st louis please welcome
1: tom seymour hey there how, how are you
0: ya? how you doing tom
1: Doing great. Great to be here.
0: So last time we chatted, you had a new boo. How's that going?
1: I did, and I still do. I still have the same one, and things are going amazingly. That's
0: great. I know. I see your photos on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, God, goals.
1: Finally, it happened. Just had to wait 36 years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And here it is. Okay, so which shows on Bravo right now are you most obsessed with?
1: I mean, it's definitely Orange County. They're Heather Dubrow is bringing it back and I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. And then also Miami, they're definitely bringing the heat. <laughs>
0: Miami is so good. I literally binged every, because I'm doing a whole breakdown into Miami. Um, and I watched all of them from the beginning, from season one, season two, season three. I was recapping Not All Diamonds and Rosé to get the inside scoop on Miami. It's good. How do you feel about the new girls?
1: Um. It's interesting. I, I I like Gertie. She's got amazing talent and skills, but I do feel like she really is doing everything she can to keep that camera focused on her, which, hey, I mean, good for you. That's what we're here for, but...
0: Gertie's doing the most. Some of she it's really a bit is.
1: Much.
0: She, it is doing a bit the much. Much. Um, What do you think about demoting Adriana and Marisol?
1: Mm, I... I think it was it was time for a little refresh, so I'm glad we still get to see them in some capacity. I mean, Marisol is an amazing; she's gold when, whenever she's on screen. So I don't think she'll be gone for too long or demoted for long.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we can bring back Adriana. I feel like Adriana just like is so feisty.
1: Yeah, she is a free spirit, and I'm I'm here for it. Yes.
0: Okay. So let's talk about OC since that is one of your faves right now. I'm actually really appreciating OC. I feel like everybody's like, oh, OC is so boring. But I feel like you can't compare like you have OC. What do we have on the air right now? Salt Lake City, OC and Miami. You can't really compare the three of them because they're so different. And like OC has never really been a hair pulling table flipping show it's always been very tame the drama's always been very fictitious you know so for me the bar for oc is already it's just always been a little lower than some of the others it's never going to be in new york but i actually am mm-hmm. appreciating oc this season
1: absolutely i feel like heather definitely brings the class back to it uh it got a little raunchy there for a few seasons it kind of lost its way and i'm here for chateau du grow and it's fun to be able to see it finally
0: Do you think that because I feel like a lot of people were excited for Heather and now they're like, oh, my God, she's so stuck up. Do you think I mean, but I love Heather for her stuck up haughty personality.
1: Yeah, exactly. And like I love her little random celebrity cameo friends that pop in here and there in her parties, too. So I'm here for it. I like it. And uh, yeah, she just keeps them all on their toes.
0: What do you think about her beef with Shannon? I feel like she's trying to prove that she's the queen bee and that's why she's kind of keeping Shannon in the corner.
1: Yeah, I think she just really has no patience for Shannon whatsoever, and she saw her coming a mile away with that that those shenanigans at her party, and she wasn't here for it. I think it was a little aggressive that that sit down where we it will cost you much more than just my friendship. Right? But hey, she got a point across for the, Shannon.
0: The battle of the two ponytails.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah that that was a that was a lot of hair on Shannon.
0: Okay, so you are a hairstylist. Are there any hair looks right now that you're judging really hard?
1: Uh, I would say anytime you can see the tapes. So uh, Marisol, unfortunately, that half-up style she had when I could see the the white blonde, like light blonde, dark blonde, light blonde. Like, just spray that in with some camouflage <laughs> spray How or something. How do you even but. do
0: that? Because f- there's a whole Instagram account that, like, literally screenshots all of, like, the the bad um, extensions. I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily bad because I feel like to the naked eye, like the regular person's not really going to notice them unless you're like up close and in person with them. Um, But...
1: Or Jackie. Jackie from Jersey. Oh, Jackie from
0: Jersey's hair was really bad, Tom. That was not... Like there was no... (laughs) Even in Miami, uh, Adriana, I did notice in her confessional, she has, like, one of those, like, braid thingies that's, like, mm-hmm. an entirely different shade of, like, shades
1: of – her. yeah. Hand. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you get their eye trained to see that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> exactly. So I feel like most people don't see that kind of stuff. But, like, how do you – is it possible – like, are you always just going to see extensions,
1: I'm, I'm going to notice it and I'm going to try and uh, get past it for the drama, which they, they bring enough. But like
0: for fine. people that are doing their hair though, like do you have any advice for them to like keep them concealed? I feel like once you're out and you're getting a little lit, like you're not really paying attention. Yeah.
1: I guess you really just got to make sure if you have fine hair, you need to do a little, little bit of tease to cover up your tracks and maybe don't go for styles that are going to show a little bit of the, the works under the hood there. Um, and also just, Use a good heat protectant that's going to protect you from humidity because these Miami girls, <laughs> I don't think any products can stand up to that no. Miami humidity.
0: Yeah. Some of the the older seasons before they really knew about how to use extensions and stuff, you can see their hair just getting a little, little frizzy. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're, they're all setting up their game a lot. And Gina, specifically from Orange County, oh, I am very God. impressed with her now. Thank,
0: thank God. God. Her hair was the yes. worst. She probably gets, aside from Jackie, I think Gina gets worst hair.
1: Yeah, but I love how she like totally owns it, and she is fully self deprecating about her hair, her house, all of the stuff. And I'm really like, I love the dynamic that she and Heather are bringing together. The, the East Coast gals.
0: I agree. What about Noella? How are you feeling about her?
1: She's really trying hard to do whatever she can to stir up drama. Like, first of all, as a person on social media, a business owner, you tag businesses and other other public figures all the time in your posts just to get some attention. So the fact that she was trying to bring all the drama about, she tagged me in a post. This is so strange. It's like, come on, you know, that always happens. And then like reading the realty about the divorce, it's like, oh, maybe she got divorced because she went back to Orange County to film a show when her husband wanted to live in Puerto Rico. So I just, I think she's kind of phony. She's really trying to, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, she's great for the show. Let's just say that she's great for Bravo, but. I'm not buying it. Is she though?
0: Because I feel like she's not palatable. Like she's not enjoyable to watch. Like she's almost frustrating to watch. That it's like, I think because you can see right through her and you can see that Mm -hmm. she's performing. For the show, like I don't think Doctor Jen is performing for the show. I think Heather maybe is playing up her character a little bit because that's her shtick. But she, I really yeah. believe that Heather. Do Dub- you listen to like Jeff Lewis and people that have have stories about going to dinner with her and stuff? And you're like, okay, Heather is Heather on camera, off camera. Yeah, you know, she is who she is. Good
1: form. But but so- yeah, no, yeah, that's a good point. And I personally don't enjoy watching her time on the screen. But I know that there are those viewers out there that love anyone who's gonna. Spice it up and throw in some drama. So, I mean, it it depends on which kind of Bravo viewer you are, I guess.
0: So with Heather, there was a a scene in uh, last week's episode where Noella comes to visit Heather because I guess she called she was going around talking about Heather, saying that she's fake, saying that people need to look out for her. And so they kind of Mm -hmm. went to bury the hatchet. And Noella comes into Heather's house and she's shooting an infomercial. And Noella's shading this, being like, oh, Heather wanted me to come at this time so that she can see me shooting this infomercial. So Heather then dropped a screenshot of their text message thread on Instagram showing that she had disclosed to Noella ahead of time that she was shooting and she had a full day of shooting infomercials at her house but she was basically squeezing Noella in and she was looking forward to kind of getting together and you know moving forward but that Noella was fully aware that there was going to be a whole production commercial setup going on. So then Noella claps back, and she posted on her Instagram that she, um, still believes that Heather intentionally made her come at that time, which was four o'clock. She even showed a screenshot of her call time that told her to arrive at four o'clock and her text thread with producers showing that she was five minutes out and then texting when she was actually at the gate. And then she said that Heather made her wait outside. She showed up on time at four o'clock, which was her call time and Heather made her wait outside for 45 minutes before she was even allowed to come in just to use the bathroom. And then she came in and was there as Heather was still wrapping up her shoe, her infomercial shoe. But Heather said, wait for the reunion because there's more to come. Do you think that Heather was intentionally trying to show off to Noella?
1: I mean, I think she might have been a little bit. And even so, like, so what? She does, like, it's a pretty impressive place. And she does have a lot of balls up in the air. And maybe she just needed to remind, she just wanted to remind someone um, (laughs) where she stands. And I mean, I don't think it's cool to, Uh, exclude someone from a bathroom ever. Yeah. Um, The 45 minutes, that's a bit much, but yeah, you know what? So what if she wanted her to come and see her infomercial? Maybe she didn't want her in her house without a bunch of other people there. (laughs) Who knows?
0: Okay, but you've been on set. You've been in productions where you know a call time usually is not the time you start shooting. So if you're told to be there at four, you still have to get mic'd up. You still have to, they're still waiting time for them to make sure lighting is good. I'm pretty sure Heather was shooting her infomercial and it probably ran late as most productions do. No production ever starts or ends on time ever. Like that's just the nature of the game. It never starts on time. It never ends on time. 45 minutes for me is, isn't actually that long of a wait time considering like they can make you sit around and wait for like two hours before they even bring you onto the scene to shoot.
1: So- Oh, easily. That's a great point. And I didn't think of that before, but yeah, that is, (laughs) Heather absolutely knew what she was doing.
0: (laughs) And I think, yeah, I think Heather, mm, her production probably did run a little bit late, but I think Heather also did want to brag a little bit. And Noelle is just the one
1: willing to actually call her out on it. Yeah, I mean, I think she's trying to, and it, but I also think Noelle is really trying to stay relevant no matter what and seize her moment. So again, I'm I'm seeing right through it.
0: And we see this week she or was it there, the trip to she crashes the trip to Cabo.
1: Oh, she, ooh, that's going to be juicy.
0: It's going to be another Jill Zarin moment when she crashed the, (laughs) where were they in Turks and Caicos? Where were they at?
1: Yeah, somewhere in the Caribbean. Yeah. Get back in the car, Bobby.
0: Yeah, no, I can't. But you know what? Let's see what Noelle has to bring. I hear that by the end of the season, she really isolates herself from the rest of the cast. So we'll see if they bring her back for another season. But
1: yeah, probably not the best to go head to head with uh, the alpha, alpha dog.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So Erica Jane recently launched a new hair line, a new extension line. Have you seen it yet?
1: I've seen some ads for it. I haven't really looked into too in depth to the so details of it.
0: It's a pretty in-depth collection. They have like several different pieces, professional pieces, clip-in pieces that you can do at home for like the average consumer. Uh, but people are complaining about the price point of some of these extensions, especially some of the clip-in ones. They're, like, starting at, like, six, $700. Is that a standard price for hair? Because ex- uh, hair I... is not cheap. Like, I know what no, I paid no, no, just no. to bleach my hair. And that's, you know, I couldn't imagine buying, like, good extensions to put. But, I mean, for a DIY clip-in, I feel like that is a bit of a stretch.
1: Yeah, unless it like it depends on the quality of the hair, because the hair cost itself could very easily be starting at 600. I know probably out in L.A. you can't get extensions done. You can't buy the hair for less than a thousand dollars. So it could very well be that is a little bit pricey if it's uh, clip ins and maybe synthetic hair or not all the best quality of hair. But again, I don't know about the brand yet, so I can't speak to that.
0: (laughs) What is like an average? like extension like an average like pony cost like if you're going to buy it from I mean I feel like Ooh. she's definitely trying to go for like a luxury like elevated sort of brand so the price points obviously going to be marked up a bit but if your consumer yeah. is housewives viewers I don't necessarily like Bethany when she launched Skinny Girl her Ooh. bottles were what $15 a bottle like that's not that expensive yeah. like it, it fits the consumer of you know because most of the people that are watching housewives are working class people I mean they're not LA like you know they're not people in right. entertainment that are on camera that are going to be you know buying $700 ponies
1: yeah I mean it is a, that's a bit much then at that point you're right it should not be more than a few hundred dollars probably for like a pony
0: okay it says that it's European Remy That's the origin. Is that good quality? So that usually means like from
1: Russia, typically.
0: Um, The hair is virgin, single donor, full cuticle.
1: Okay, so that is actually, it comes from a single person. That means there's no machine. So it is good hair, it sounds like.
0: It sounds like it's good hair. I mean, and they're like 18 inches to 26 inches. So it's a lot of hair.
1: Yeah, and then when you get into the lengths of, if you get into any more than 20 that's when the price really goes up especially if it came from an in- individual donor
0: <laughs> and so that basically means somebody grew their hair out donated that hair yeah. and now that hair is being sold
1: right yes exactly so you do pay a higher premium for that so maybe she is going with the best of so the it's best.
0: not synthetic it's like a real person's hair is that kind of gross yeah. or is that standard
1: no no i mean they're all like properly sanitized and cleaned before i mean it would be gross if it just went straight from the human to the factory but they they here's
0: some of my Uh, hair here you go enjoy enjoy i washed it myself
1: with olaplex (laughs) you're gonna love the scent
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right um, okay, so speaking of Erica, though, there is a new report that came out that's claiming that for this past season, season 11, she reportedly made $1.3 million for the entire season and that her estimated salary is 68000 per episode, which $1.3 million for me is a little high considering Beverly Hills isn't the highest rated show within the housewives franchise. If it's New York, if it's Atlanta, I think New York and Atlanta are the two highest rated ones. Jersey's up there quite a bit as well. I know Teresa, Nene, Bethany, they were all making the one mil plus, but like they were OGs mm. from the beginning had been on for seven plus seasons at that point. I don't know if I believe Erica's making 1.3 mil. I don't know even know if I believe Erica's making one mil.
1: Exactly. Well, and I definitely don't think her performance this season was would have been justified for that salary. Well, I know they don't
0: <laughs> Well, so now the report continues by saying that there was an increase in her salary. For um, instead of 68,000 per episode, she got a 10% increase. And she's now, for this current season, season 12, she's going to be making 71,000 per episode.
1: Wow. Now, I don't think it's worth it. Don't pay it. <laughs> I don't
0: think it's real because my no. understanding of how housewife salaries work, um, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but my. Under So what I know about Housewife salaries is they're not typically broken up per episode. They're typically salaries per season because you never know how many episodes are actually going to end up airing. Sometimes epi- the seasons are cut short. Sometimes they're extended. And that's when you get in like the lost footage episodes, a three or four part reunion, which also reunion, what they make for the reunions is separate from what their salary is for the season overall um and so what I estimated Erica's salary at last season was probably around 600,000 which is fair because she's only been on the show for like five or six seasons I believe so for mm-hmm. me I don't think she's at the one million mark I would think Rinna and Kyle are at the at and past the 1 million mark because they're the two that have been on the show the longest outside of the other women. So they're likely going to be making the most. If anybody's making Mm -hmm. 1.3, I would say it's Kyle only because if you're on the show, there is a percentage increase. I believe it's about 5% that you make, that you get an increase per season. So every season, Kyle would be making an additional 5%. And that's why you see Vicky Gunvalson and some of these older OGs getting cut because they are very expensive. And if they're not bringing very much, if their storyline isn't continuing to really develop in the way that feels organic, that's why you see them getting demoted because at that point, they're getting these astronomical salaries. I don't believe that Eric is making 1.3. I think Kyle, if anything, is making... 1.2 1.3 1.2, 1.3, maybe at best like 1.4, but like I don't think she's making a mil and a half. I don't think Erica's making 71,000 epis- per episode. Also, because I don't believe they're paid per episode.
1: No, that, yeah, yeah. That may that's... have
0: changed. I know originally they were not paid by episode, but like I know some of the salaries have changed. Even on Vanderpump Rules, I believe they shifted them from from salaries to getting paid per scene. Um, so mm-hmm. it's possible that it may have changed, but even if it has changed, Erica's not making over a million dollars.
1: No. <laughs> Who's leaking these stories then? <laughs> okay. Great
0: fucking question. So this other report, or the same reporter also announced that Mary Cosby from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was making about 6000 per episode so i believe she she made like 112000 ish per se- for the season um this to me sounds like a more realistic number again i'm not entirely okay. certain that they make a per episode rate that may change it may have changed in recent years cuz i know bravo's trying to um cut back on some of their casting or some of their talent expenses. But I Mm -hmm. believe a hundred thousand for a sec or a little over a hundred thousand for a second season of a newer of a newer show within the franchise to me sounds fairly standard.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Because well. like
0: even when like Heather Thompson who joined midway through Real Housewives of New York, she revealed that her salary when she joined the show was only 40,000 for her first season. And that was an already established show. So if in what, season 5 or 6 when she came in, we're already 5 or 6 seasons deep, the show's already performed really well. It was solid in ratings and if that was her starting rate was 40,000 for her first season, that I I think Mary making over a hundred grand is pretty comfortable for season two of Salt Lake City, considering last season we didn't have any of the Jen Shaw legal scandal stuff, and none of that broke until mid-season, yeah. so they couldn't have negotiated such high salaries because the ratings weren't high yet, because Jen Shaw hadn't been arrested yet, and that storyline hadn't unfolded.
1: Yeah. <sighs> So your literal goal, Andy Cohen somewhere just cleaning up.
0: See, no, but I so I tweeted out not about Erica Jane's salary, but I tweeted out about Mary's salary saying that actually seems fairly standard. And then the reporter that reported it like went off on me and was like, oh, what are you questioning my sources? And I was like, no, I was actually saying that that seemed like a solid number. But she went a little crazy on me. Um <laughs> So she's probably going to go crazy on me now that I'm saying I don't believe her tea on Erica's salary, which I don't think is – I don't think
1: that's a real number. I don't. Yeah, no, that seems very inflated. Also, if you
0: have a source that gives you salary numbers for Salt Lake City, you're likely not going to have the same source that has inside information on Beverly Hills. Usually the sources stay within the the respective cities and the respective shows unless it's like a top-tier executive at – NBCU, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure is not leaking housewives' salaries. But usually like the production yeah. crews and the teams are all very different.
1: Yeah, I mean, and even though there are a lot of gay producers, I don't think they gossip to each other between the huge breach of contract. They're not talking about it.
0: Not with each the other. They're, show- with their crews, yes, but not with other shows mm-hmm. on other crews. Because there's very rare op- like very rarely do they even
1: overlap. I see Potomac and Salt Lake City, same person, a couple of times. Remember the producer who kept getting involved in all the scenes a couple of years ago?
0: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's been on both, but I don't think that that would... Some of of the
0: good producers, they do transition over to help develop new Mm -hmm. shows. Um, But I don't see Salt Lake City and Beverly Hills having any overlap.
1: I don't even think their production
0: companies are the same. mm -hmm. Are you excited for the Salt Lake City reunion, though?
1: Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, it's a little disappointing Mary's not going to be there, but I'm also, I just never understood. I just had a lot of questions, always. Like, nothing added up, ever, (laughs) to what she said, what she did. So, um, okay. (laughs) But I guess it will be sad, because she did bring bring a lot of uh, interesting tea.
0: She brought heat. She brought, like, if anything, I was like, Mary and Jen Shaw... Though you know, alleged criminals bring the heat and really cause the drama, and the sh- they make the show. Like, let's be honest, they make the show, and we don't cast villains on reality shows because they're upstanding moral citizens. We cast them
1: because they're no, crazy, exactly. isn't it? Isn't it interesting how it's like mods to a flame? Though, like all these legal troubles, kind of just. Seem to follow all these people that try to get on Real Housewives. Right. Uh, interesting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that bold, that bold to put my life on display if I <laughs> had skeletons.
0: So apparently, Mary is a big topic of the reunion, despite her not being there. Do you think it was dumb for her not to show up?
1: I mean, dumb in the sense, especially. Well, if she didn't want to have to answer to any of those questions, because Andy would have said eventually, you can't keep dodging these questions, yeah. or you can't just blow up about a different thing topic just to just to deflect. So I don't know if she would have gotten any, you would, we would have ever gotten the answers from her to begin with. But uh, now, yeah, knowing that they all talk about her behind her back all the time, she had to know it was coming.
0: She, ha- but I'm also kind of just like, if you're not there, then you don't get to dispute any of the claims that the women are going to make. And they're just going to mm-hmm. throw it all out there and be like, and I heard this and I heard that. And I heard that you slept, you had an affair with Cameron and you were doing this. And like, all of that is now really just going to be put on full display and she's not going to have any way of having a response to that.
1: Yeah. So I'm like,
0: <laughs> is it smarter to let them control the narrative or would it have been smarter to just show up and at least try to defend yourself?
1: Yeah. I mean, the smart move would have been to show up and defend yourself or at least make an attempt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I hear they're really spilling everything that they know about the church now because they don't have to even answer to her because they don't have to even respond to her because she didn't even show up.
1: Yeah. They'll probably never have to see her again. If, if she's truly done with the show, unless there's a reunion or a return at some point, but I don't, I don't, I don't foresee her. I think she's going to get in trouble too soon.
0: She got, no, she, well, Andy said that she quit, think, she quit the show. So.
1: No, I just feel like there's the, in all of their possessions, I think there's going to be some legal trouble for her. I don't, know what's I, i'm not saying i know anything at all but i don't know where there's smoke there's usually fire
0: where there's smoke there's fire and when you run it's usually because you know there's a match under your eyes yeah <laughs> would you have given back the louboutins if you found out that they were a regift and they were meant for somebody else and you got them on sale
1: i would say if it was a since Jenny said it was a a cultural thing, if it was disrespectful culturally, yeah, I guess I would have. But if I really liked the shoes, screw it. I'll take them.
0: <laughs> Part of me was kind of like, at first I was like, I'm going to keep, I will keep the shoes because I'm going to, when I thought that she had bought Jenny, the shoes, I was, I was like, I'm going to keep the shoes. Even if I don't like Mary, I'm still going to keep the shoes and I'm going to wear them around town and be like, I'm wearing your money, bitch. Like I'm not going to play. I'm not going to yeah. let you take away a nice pair of shoes. But then when I found out that Mary bought them on sale for herself, didn't like them, was then going to give them to Jen Shaw. And then Jen Shaw got arrested. So then she gave, gave them to Jenny instead. I was like, Oh hell, I'm going to go and I'm going to scuff up the bottom of those red Louboutins of those red bottoms. I'm going to scuff it up. And then I'm going to give them back to you and be like, here you go, bitch. Now you can't regift them. You can't return them. And you already said you don't like them. Thank you very much.
1: Very well said. I totally agree.
0: (laughs) Um, Apparently Andy grills Jen at the reunion. Very similarly to the way he grilled Erica at the Beverly Hills reunion. Do you believe we're going to get some answers out of Jen?
1: No, I don't. I still don't think Jen's going to. She'll probably just pull an cut, where she'll just kind of sit there, somehow still dodge the questions, even when Andy asks her directly and then see whatever plays out in court. <laughs> do you think
0: that she's really a mastermind or do you think she was maybe a little just arrogant and ignorant to the, you know, legalities of what she was doing?
1: I think maybe it's a, a little bit of both. I think she probably is a horrible boss to work for. So I think a lot of that stuff <laughs> would be in night. But she she seems to fly off the handle very easily. I don't know if she would have ever committed such a huge crime, like had she known it was going to be. I don't think she knew how illegal it was, perhaps.
0: Yeah. I think I'm in agreement with that. I think because the feds are saying she was the mastermind behind the whole you know, scheme of ripping off all these elderly people. I think she knew what she was doing wasn't kosher. I think she knew it wasn't nice and she knew it wasn't very, like she knew she was taking advantage of vulnerable people. Did she necessarily know that it was fully illegal? I don't think she was aware of that. I think there is a little bit of, of, um, Ignorance. But at the same time, like she's the feds have been investigating her for years and they've been arresting and investigating and questioning people that were colleagues of her for years as well. So at some point, at what point do you then start to be like, oh, maybe... You know, maybe I need to look into this and cover my bases a little bit more. But then you see that in recent years, when the investigation started to get heavier before she was officially arrested, that's when the money laundering scheme scheme kind of came into things and money was moving around in different companies. And then it's like, once you start shuffling the money around, it's a little harder to play ignorant. And like, I didn't know, because then it's like, why are you shuffling the money around
1: I don't know. Yeah, again, if you have nothing to hide, why are you running? Why are you why are you hiding things if you're if you don't have anything to hide?
0: What do you think about her flipping on Stu, her assistant, and kind of being like, "I mean, it, I didn't know what he was doing. He doesn't even really work it's for such, me."
1: Such BS. When they cut back, they literally do the like flashback where she's feeding him a banana. Mm-hmm. Work for make make me money. Yeah, like, sorry, girl, you're caught red-handed.
0: I was like, that's cold. Like, Stu, you and Stu have worked for a long time. And I think he was willing to protect her and he was willing to go, like, you know, try to make sure they didn't go down. But when you Mm -hmm. see her filming right after her arrest, telling Heather on camera, I don't really know, Stu, we're not that close. And even Heather's like, wait, since when are you not that, like, what?
1: Yeah. I mean, Heather always calls her out on everything, yet she still (laughs) lets her back in. I don't know if, again, it's just like, I guess I need to talk to her for camera time, but come on, Heather. Like, (laughs) I know you want to see the best in people, but.
0: (laughs) Even Heather, like, taking her out for, like, a spa day with champagne. I'm like, do we think that this is a little tone deaf, or do we think that Heather's really just being a good friend here?
1: Yeah. Well, I also think that that hotel was offering them whatever they wanted for that weekend, so they were like, hey, who wants to have a party? Who wants to do a spa day?
0: But also from the hotel perspective, is that a good PR move to be like, we're going to give Jen Shaw. Yeah, right after she's arrested, let's give her a spa day at our hotel. Like, I don't know if that was the best (laughs) PR move
1: for them. Yeah, not great. Unless
0: unless production was like, two of the housewives are going to come in today and they're going to have a spa day. And they're like, ooh, this would be great exposure. And then it's like, surprise, it's Jen Shaw.
1: Not the one you wanted. <laughs> Not the one you
0: wanted. Um, I saw a meme on Instagram that was like uh, a kid asking, telling the mom, mom, I want Cardi B since Jen Shah's reunion dress was the same dress Cardi B wore to an award show years ago. And the, the kid's like, mom, I want Cardi B. And the mom's like, we have Cardi B at home. And it's Jen Shah in the same dress.
1: And, <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like, that's literally what the
0: hotel thought. The hotel's like, we're going to get a big housewife. And then it's Jen Shah, the criminal. Um, Speaking of reunion looks, did you have a favorite that stood out to you based off of their dresses?
1: From Salt Lake City? From Salt Lake City. I, I would say I thought uh, Whitney looked really cute. I know everyone's dogging on like the worst ever dresses for a reunion, but I thought she still looked gorgeous. I think she's.
0: <laughs> See, I thought that um, Beverly Hills' reunion dresses this past season were the worst reunion dresses ever. I actually didn't Mm. think Salt Lake City's was as bad. The dresses weren't amazing, but they at least were still cohesive to a theme. Whereas Beverly Hills, I felt like they all had very... Like Dorit literally wore a wedding dress to the reunion. Kathy was (laughs) wearing... Yeah, it was a wedding. It was an actual... And she was not... She was unapologetic about it because it was from her bridal collection. It wasn't Mm -hmm. even just like, I wore a dress that looks like a bridal dress like it was a gown from her bridal collection. Kathy wore like a Christmas party red dress. Kyle was wearing like some club ensemble from 2004. Erica's dress did not look very, you know, expensive. Well, I think they were trying to,
1: they were trying. To, I think that was a calculated move. To as tone all. her like, down. Yeah. Her, like matronly, not as overdone. It's like, no, you're still spending money, honey. We, know.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I can't. The dresses at at the Beverly Hills dresses were pretty bad. I don't think the Salt Lake City, I mean, some of them are pretty rough. I thought Meredith's was rough. I really like Lisa Barlow's like, um, what is that? Iridescent kind of.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love her style, and I think she's a beautiful like beautiful physically. It's just her behavior.
0: So apparently, from from Jen Shaw, Lisa Barlow is also the one that really brings it and is is the standout of the reunion this year. Okay, I love I love Lisa Barlow. Who's your favorite on Salt Lake City?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I love like Meredith as a person, but this season's been a little bit much to me. I didn't, I feel like we need to drop the, I hate Jen. She was mean to my son storyline and just get back to your life. Like, where's your daughter? We never see her. I know
0: we see a lot of Brooks
1: or the hot son, the hot older son. There's a hot older son. There's a, there's a cute straight son.
0: I didn't know the oldest. I think she, I mean, aside from Brooks, yeah. Aside from Brooks, we really don't get much about her other family.
1: Mm -mm. Yeah.
0: Do you think Seth is I mean, hot? I,
1: I love Heather. I love Heather for being just real, but I know she like loves the camera time too. So yeah. Heather and Whitney love the camera time. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think Seth is hot?
1: Meredith's mm-hmm. husband? No, I think he's cute, like kind of bro-y cute, but not like hot by Who, any means.
0: Who's your favorite house husband of Salt Lake? Or who's your favorite Ooh. house husband overall?
1: I mean, Mauricio. Mauricio, but,
0: I thought you would have gone with like yeah. a Ken Todd or a PK.
1: Mm, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nope, not my style. Look, give me, give me a Mo. I love how high he always is too. <laughs> he stoned right? on he's stoned every scene. Stoned
0: <laughs> all the time. I think I would go with Evan. Evan, ever, Jackie's yeah, husband yeah, yeah, from sure. Jersey. Yeah, he's my fave. He can meet me yeah, in the gym bathroom.
1: Yeah, you probably treat him better than his wife does. <laughs>
0: Oh Well, thank you so much, Tom, for chatting with me today and breaking down some Housewives headlines.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: Where can people keep up with you? Is there a hair care line in the future, maybe?
1: I would love to have one. If you want to check out my work, it's Tom Seymour hair on Instagram, and my personal is at Tom J. Seymour.
0: I love it. Well, thank you so much, Tom, for chatting with me today. Have boys been in your DMs since 12 Dates of Christmas?
1: I mean, a, f- a few have tried, but most of it has been respectful, thankfully, because I do have I a boyfriend coupled up.
0: Are there like old men from Missouri? that are like, oh, my God, I want to marry you.
1: Oh, well, you live in Missouri. Don't no, me? they're all in Palm Springs. Uh, creepy. <laughs> the weird messages come from Palm Springs.
0: Uh, yeah, I get some. I get some of the old ones. They slide in yep. and they're just like, I want to marry you and I'm going to move to California, to Los Angeles and we'll be together. I'm like, do you even have a fucking job? Like, what is happening? We're not living off of your social yeah. security check. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag Newfield with Zach Peter. Be sure to give Tom a follow. Go support. If you are in St. Louis, you're probably going to go to him to get your hair did because he makes some good hair looks. Um, thank you guys for listening. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach and get ready because we have a lot more tea to be spilled. If you haven't done so yet, go to nofilterwine.com to stock up on some Housewives inspired rosé and soon to be rosé and white. Get ready. We are expanding this spring. So we will have a fizzy rosé and a fizzy white soon available at nofilterwine.com. All right. Love you. Mean it. Talk to you Wednesday. Bye.